All right. Uh, so here I am. It's me, Andrew. I'm doing a house review of Star Alliance Mass Mutation. And um, I didn't plan to be doing this. Uh, just me. I, I've been trying to have guests on, but just hasn't worked out for a while. And Dark Titans is around the corner. So I'm kind of going, hey, I just need to get these out there. So here I am. Um, yeah, that is that. Um, Star Alliance is one of the houses that I think took a little bit of a hit mass mutation compared to Worlds Collide. Uh, and specifically, I, I feel like in the upgrade area, um, a, things are a little rougher. Um, we'll, anyway, we'll talk about that. But uh, before kind of going through all the cards, there's a few standard things I like to, to go through. Um, and the first is uh, looking at what you can expect. If you open up a deck and you see that that it has, it's a mass mutation deck, you see that it has Star Alliance, what should you look for? And I feel like this was a little more clear cut in Worlds Collide than it is. Um, so in, in mass mutation, if I see Star Alliance, I hope to get some, uh, I hope to get some speed, some things that will just help me get through playing things out faster. Uh, I hope for some uh, some interesting effects that sometimes might change the game, you know, like a Quixel Stone. Um, uh, or things that that change how creatures interact. Um, it, but in Worlds Collide, I, I was really expecting a lot of acceleration, and I feel like it's less here. And here, I, I'm in Mass Mutation, I might even look for a little more on the control side of things, where I, I, I have things that might pull my opponent down. And uh, although not, not in the same way as in Worlds Collide. So I think that's mostly it. They still have some strong upgrade theming, but uh, but it is different. So okay, that's that. Um, for uh, what house I'd like to see next to them, it's I think in in Worlds Collide I would have said Logos, and here I will still say Logos, and that's uh, pretty strong just because they they do tend to play off each other well and and speed up things. Um, if I had to put out a second, I might say Sanctum, because I think sometimes the, the use interaction uh, Star Alliance and Sanctum are excellent. Um, then uh, what combos uh, I like? Uh, so my favorite combo here, I think, is, um, is to get Lay of the Land with New Frontiers. Uh, not a super obvious combo, but the ability to look, arrange things, and then archive at least the next two cards of your deck with the tears is wrong. Um, as far as a, a Maverick, I think the thing that I would really like to see Maverick into Star Alliance would be 
uh, would be autoencoder, and the, and I would love to end up with like a, a Quixelstone autoencoder that doesn't have logos, just to see what it could look like with two different houses, because um, that is the the main reason why I like to get logos with Star Alliance's autoencoder with with uh, Quixelstone really out nice. And then, uh, and then if I could get a legacy card, there's only one set to draw on here, but I would, I think, go for, you know, Ingram's a strong bet here, but I, but I actually think I would go for Light of the Archons. Um, there's some other great upgrades too that I would consider wanting to pull back, but Light of the Archons is it. If you'd asked me a while ago, I might have said Stealth Mode because that's such a good card, but. Um, but I think Light of the Archon would make the upgrade feel awesome again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, with that said, let's get into the cards. So Dark Amber Vault, of course, can show up in, in any house. Um, so that is a thing. I have yet to get a good Dark Amber Vault deck. Uh, my brother-in-law, Stuart, a.k.a. Donut's dad, got... Uh, a dark amber vault that last we checked was the high, had the highest efficiency rating on any deck uh, on decks of Keyforge, so that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, you get Star Alliance and Logos together, and then throw a dark amber vault in it, feel crazy. All right, uh, access denied is a new upgrade. And um, it has a bonus amber, and it says this creature cannot reap. This is a really nice way to deal with uh, things, especially small creatures that really do want to reap to be effective. Um, if you throw this on, then then they can fight, but they aren't going to be they aren't going to do much. And I've had a couple decks where I've been able to put this with uh, detention foil to. Uh, make a creature not able to fight or reap which just sit there uh which is pretty cool so that's access denied blast shielding is another new upgrade it uh, also has a bonus amber it gives a creature plus two armor it says that after the creature is used its controller may attach blast shielding to one of its neighbors uh, that can be really nice to bounce around and and get good value out of that shield it's not one of my favorite cards i think just because shield isn't most exciting effect to me. Maybe if, if we're in a set with Brobnar, it would be more exciting. Um, there were more awesome fight effects happening. But uh, anyway, cool picture there too. There's like lava and looks like acid and one line. Uh, okay, next is Commander Chan. This one is back from Worlds Collide, a four power human with fight, reap, use another friendly creature. Excellent if you can get this on the board. Uh, it doesn't have... Oh, this is another thing that changed, I think. I, I felt like Worlds Collide had more of the crazy plate by Reap. And, uh, and of course, Science Officer Morpheus to boost it. Uh, there's a little bit less of that, and they're a little less strong overall. Commander Chan never had play fight Reap, but it's a strong effect. If, if Commander Chan's on the board, your opponent wants to deal with him before, uh, before you can get that effect off. It's just strong. Grumman Yorg is new in Mass Mutation. Uh, she's a three-power human thief with one uh, capture enhancement, and 
the ability action. If Crewman York has no Star Alliance neighbors, steal one Amber. Uh, and yeah, that could be a nice steal. Um, you kind of rely on, on having board protection or your opponent just not having ways to deal with your board for her to be able to, to fire, but, um, but steal one is solid if you pull it off. All right, now we get into the first of the mashup creatures here for Star Alliance. The Demo Alien, a three-power mutant alien with fight. Look at the top three cards of your deck, put one into your hand and one on the bottom of your deck, and destroyed steal one. So the uh of course the alien part is the is the Star Alliance part, and that's what gives it this fight effect. The destroyed steal one effect is the demo part, that that's the Dece uh, version. So this is not the well Destroyed Steel One is a solid effect, so um, I would just want to start by saying I, I'm not sad to see this one just because that's a solid effect. However, uh, it's not really synergistic here, right? The the fight with the destroyed uh, and if you power, you're probably not going to get that fight effect to fire. You're just going to get the destroyed effect, um, which is okay. It's a good destroyed effect, but um, occasionally you might get into a circumstance where you use it against. Uh, the break him elusive or something like that or where you uh, attach something to it like an explo rover uh, but typically you're just going to get that destroyed effect all right and speaking of explo rover explo rover is back from worlds collide the three power robot with skirmish and it's one of these ones that can be played as an upgrade instead of a creature and then it gives the creature attached to very nice Hadron Collision is an action, when you play it, you remove a ward from a creature and then deal three damage to it, and this damage cannot be prevented by armor. So it is a nice way to just like really, <laughs> yes, you were definitely doing three damage to the creature. Really solid. Uh, it, it's a way to kill something through, uh, through Encounter Suit and obviously through a ward in general and and through armor, so very nice effect there. No amber pips on it, no, uh, yeah, no amber, but by default, but still a really powerful effect. All right, Observe You Max is an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives a creature fight reap capture one. Now that's always nice, you're just kinda, okay, I'm doing things I wanna do, and as I'm doing them, I am slowing down my opponent. Red Alert is back. It's an action that says play. If there are more enemy creatures than friendly creatures, deal damage to each enemy creature equal to the difference. That is a great way to uh, reset the board and start to claw back. Scout Pete is a new uh, creature, a four power alien with play, fight, reap. Look at the top card of your deck. You may discard that card. And see, that just doesn't seem that strong to me. Uh, so I'm never, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm never really thrilled to see Scout Pete just because looking at and potentially discarding a single card is not, is not that great of an effect. A four power body is not bad, but that's also not particularly thrilling. All right, then we have Secura Droid, a four power robot with taunt. And Secura Droid may be played as an upgrade instead of a creature, and then it gives the creatures attached to taunt. Then next up is Sensor Chief Garcia, a three power human 
with play fight reap keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn and uh garcia is back from worlds collide and a very good creature garcia is excellent subdue is is a card i really do like it's a, an action with a bonus amber and it says when you play it you deal one damage to a creature and stun it and uh the one damage is nice for popping a ward but a stun is also just really nice so yeah it's it's a solid uh just generally useful card next up we have subject kirby a two power mutant with play fight reap you may play a non-star alliance creature this turn so obviously this is the mutant form of a uh, calm officer kirby a uh, calm officer kirby is three power so a little bigger but also uh, the the original kirby from worlds collide lets you play a non-star alliance anything but a creature so upgrade artifact or action whereas subject kirby it's a creature so this tends to be better in creature heavy decks and yeah it's strong it's not as good i mm, is it as good as kirby I, it just depends i think i'm usually see i like the original kirby a little better i think it's situational but i think i like the original kirby a little better and uh and the blasters are so nice too so i miss the blasters and um a little bit of, of nerf to the upgrades here but uh but subject kirby is great and i'm never sad to see it in a deck and there's a weird combo you can do here if you have a, a deck that has three gray riders with subject kirby and it's possible to play the kirby on even on turn one if you had all four of those cards in your hand you can play kirby play gray rider ready to kirby reap with kirby play another gray rider ready kirby reap with him play the other gray rider ready kirby reap with him and then play a, another non-star lands that'd be a crazy draw but that would be uh but you could do that turn one and uh, it would work all right next we have survey it's an action with a bonus amber it has a draw enhancement that it puts somewhere and when you play it you look at the top two cards of your deck and you discard one of them again that just doesn't seem it's okay filtering but it's not uh compared to lay of the land it's not as good i mean i guess you have the draw icon so i shouldn't discount that but i'd, I'd just rather have lay of the land every time all right teleporter chief tink is a two power alien with elusive and action swap teleporter chief tink with another friendly creature in the battle line you may use that other creature this turn yeah that's a nice effect anthony is new here and we're into the uncommons now anthony is a six power robot with play capture all of your opponent's amber and then at the end of your turn you move one amber from anthony to your opponent's pool so that's pretty strong and if you combine this with a card like transporter platform it's infinite stop uh, but even just you know being able to stop that way capture all your opponents really nice of leading back uh, at the turn but it's a very very good tempo tool next we have armory officer Nell a four power alien with an, a draw enhancement added somewhere and after an upgrade enters play draw a card interesting thing to remember here is that it's an upgrade so this uh would apply if the upgrade goes on an opponent's creature even if 
played by an opponent. So uh, if this stays on the board and there are upgrades going around either deck, it's giving you a lot of cards. That is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, it's in their passive, so very nice. And this adds a little extra wombo combo ability to transport platform, right? Because if you have the upgrades, you have nil out, and you're doing the transport platform, you're, you're doing the things, you're, you're getting all that silly amber, and you're getting draws, which is just silly. All right, away team is pretty cool. It's a five power alien, human, and robot. And it has destroyed, put each upgrade on away team into its owner's archives. So you're going to put those upgrades out, but when away team dies, the, the upgrades go back in your archives. Pretty cool. All right, next is Detention Coil. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber, and it says this creature cannot fight. So again, a little more control here. So between this and Access Denied, you, you have interesting creature and board control. The, I, I guess in a way this makes up for not having stealth mode, uh, but I think stealth mode is just, just a stronger card, although these are really fun to play. Uh, when you have an opponent's creature that, you know, they, they, made a, they got a 12 power creature out, they're so excited about it, and you just say, nope, it can't fight, uh, that's pretty cool. All right. Hayden Oswin is a two-power human with Reap, gain one amber for each upgrade on Hayden Oswin. And maybe it would have just been too good to have her in the set with Light of the Archons. Um, I would love to see a deck with like a legacy Light of the Archons with Hayden. Um, I have not looked for that yet, but that, that sounds like a fun idea. But Reap, gain one for each upgrade. Pretty good. Lay of the Land is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you look at the top three cards of your deck and you put them back in any order, and then you draw a card. Yeah, really, that is really nice sorting. Then we have Lieutenant Commander Trigon, a four-power mutant with Reap. Discard the top card of your deck. Resolve that card's bonus icons as if you had played it. Uh, that can be great, but it's very... Subject to chance. And this is where cards like Heat and Survey and Lay of the Land and uh, Eno and Alien come in really handy because you can control a little bit what's on the top of your deck and then have Trigon hit. So I was able to, um, the other day playing deck, I was able to, to work out a situation where I uh, got one of those fight effects where I looked at the top three cards of my deck, put one in my hand, put one on the bottom. The thing I left on top was a fertility chant. So then when I reaped with Trigon, it discarded the fertility chant and gave me four amber, which was really nice. So there are cool things you can do like that. But um, generally speaking, I just I don't expect Trigon to be that good, partially because there aren't that many cards that get a lot of icons. And uh, even in decks that have a lot of enhancements, so you're usually going to have like one or two. So anyway, a little rant there, but uh, it's I don't love Trigon, but it can occasionally be really cool. All right, Mutagenesis Researcher is a three-power creature, a mutant scientist, and uh, she has enhance one of each icon, and uh, that's it. It's a it's cool. I think it's it's very cool fitting in with the. Uh, you know, with the idea of mass mutation, how it works um, to have a card like this. 
course, once it's on the board, it's, it's kind of a boring power body. All right, uh, New Frontiers is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you choose a house, you reveal the top three cards of your deck, and you archive each card of the chosen house from those three cards that you revealed, and then you discard the others. So again, if you can combine this with stuff like Lay of the Land or even Pete or Survey, then you can get, you can potentially get really good value out of this where you're archiving two or even three cards. Um, that, those are ifs. Right, but can be pretty cool. Um, it's also nice. It can also be nice in uh, in Quixelstone decks because it's a way to, to filter cards out and set yourself up for um, for better draw or better turns. Okay, Particle Sweep is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal two damage to a creature, but if it's a mutant, you destroy it instead. Uh, yeah, that's cool. It's not, I mean, the, the, you know, deal two damage is not particularly exciting. Uh, destroy a mutant is also, it's fine. It's not amazing. So yeah, I, I, this isn't, um, it's not the best card. I don't, there are a lot of things I would rather have, but it's good that it has an amber pip on it. All right. Yeah, so Quintrino Flux is a really strong card. It's an action, and when you play it, so it has no, no amber on it, but when you play it, you choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature. You destroy the chosen creatures and each creature with the same power as either of the chosen creatures. And this is a really nice way to wipe the board. Ideally, you pick a creature, you know, where you, maybe you have one two-power creature and your opponent has three, so you pick that one, and then your opponent has two five-power creatures. None, so you five-power, right? You've, done, you've destroyed one of your creatures and five of theirs. Um, those are the kind of situations you're looking for. Of course, this is back from Worlds Collide. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a solid card. All right, next up is Stealthster. This is another one of those uh, robots that can be an upgrade. It's a three-power robot with Elusive, and uh, if you attach it as an upgrade, then attach to it. Stunner is back. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives a creature fight reap. You may stun a creature. That is really excellent. That's always nice. And then we have transporter platform. It's an artifact. It's an artifact with a bonus amber, and it has action return a friendly creature, and each upgrade attached to it to their owner's hands is a location. It's back from Worlds Collide, and yeah, this is really nice. Um, it, it is a little weird because Worlds Collide didn't have any. Uh, well, with the exception of maybe Quadrupporter, it didn't really have any upgrades that you would want to attach to an enemy creature. So, uh, and certainly none with, with bonus amber on them. So, here, you end up in a situation where uh, sometimes you, you might want to, like, play a creature, attach Access Denied and uh, Detention Coil to it, transport a platform back to your hand, play the creature, and then play those upgrades on an on enemy creature. Um, so it's just a little, it's a little more awkward here, obviously with cards like Blast Shielding and, uh, uh, it's really good with, um, with Observer, Observe you Max, it's also a little iffy because you're capturing with that. So if you lift it with the platform, then you're giving that Amber back and then, so it just, it works out a little funny. So, yeah, I think this is not as strong here as it was in Worlds Collide, but but it can still be quite strong. 
And if you combine it with Nell, then it's then that's pretty good. We have Universal Translator, back from Worlds Collide. Excellent card. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber. It gives the creature it's attached to Fight Reap. Use a friendly non-Star Alliance creature. That's really nice. Xeno Training, also back from Worlds Collide. It's an action with a bonus amber, and it says for each house represented among friendly creatures, a friendly creature captures one amber. Uh, theoretically, you could capture more than three here because if you, you know, if you had uh, collared an enemy creature or some other mechanism to bring them over, then then you could have, uh, or they exiled or something, you could have more than three houses represented. But generally, you're hoping to capture three with this. Um, more often, you're probably going to capture one, but they um, can capture three. Know, in the right conditions and theoretically it could capture more it's just not going to very often amber tracker is really cool it's uh we're into the rares now but amber tracker is a four power beast with play deal two damage to each enemy creature with amber on it and this damage cannot be prevented by armor <clears throat> and uh yeah that's that's really nice ambassador lou i don't think i have gotten this card in a deck yet or if i have it was in a, a really not so good deck uh ambassador lou is a four power mutant politician with action discard a card from your hand if it's a dece or shadows card steal one amber if it's a logos or untamed card gain two amber if it's a sanctum or saurian card capture three amber that's pretty cool It'll be interesting to see if this one could get uh, legacy later. Like you can imagine this getting legacy into Dark Tidings, and uh, and suddenly it would reference D, and that doesn't make sense. Um, not a big deal. Uh, and I also don't see any particular reason why you couldn't have it auto update to list the six houses that are in the set. Captain Val Jericho is uh, one of, if not the best leader in, uh, in Keyforge. She's a five power human leader with one armor. And uh, her text is during your turn, if Captain Val Jericho is in the center of your battle line, you may play one card that is not of the active house. Such a strong, strong effect. Uh, just really good and really fun to be able to do that and come up with turn combos that can't happen without those abilities and just to have it working every turn is so cool. So um, I, any deck that has Val, I, I get excited about. Um, it's going to at least be fun, right? Even if uh, even if it weren't, even if it isn't perfect, um, it's going to be fun. All right. Then we have Commander Dirksgar. A four-power mutant that says after an upgrade is attached to Commander Dirk's Gar or one of its neighbors, gain one amber. And you can imagine if you had a bunch of upgrades, a Nell, and this, and a transporter platform. I mean, you could just—it'd be crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen this turn out to be that amazing in practice. It hasn't I haven't seen decks where it fires. Uh, disruption field great art on that uh, it's an upgrade with a bonus amber it says your opponent's keys cost plus one for each disruption counter on disruption field what is what's a disruption counter well it's just grab whatever you have um, i keep an extra color in my in my token box just for cards like this but uh uh 
when the creature fights or reaps, it puts a disruption counter on disruption on disruption field. Really interesting. Those counters go on disruption field. They don't go on the creature itself, and uh, they're not amber or anything like that. They're their own counter, but it makes your opponent's keys cost plus one for each counter. And I guess this makes up for not having quarter quarter and the right setup could, could ultimately be better than quarter quarter, but you have to have the right setup. Um, oh, encounter suit. I didn't realize encounter suit is back, but it is. It's an upgrade. It does not have a bonus amber, but uh, it doesn't need it. It's such a great card. It says after an action card is played, but before resolving its play effect, ward this creature. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a nice effect. Ensign El Samra is a three-power mutant with three draw enhancements. That's cool. I like that. And she has action, reveal a card from your hand, resolve its bonus icons as if you had played it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's nice. And that's optional, right? If, if you don't have a card where you feel like you can get more value out of it, then you just reap. Exchange Officer, so cool. Uh, Exchange Officer is a three-power human with Play, Fight, Reap, use a friendly Star Alliance card. Um, and then what is not explained is Exchange Officer never shows up in Star Alliance. Exchange Officer is never a Star Alliance card. Uh, he's always on one of the other houses. And, and what he does is he goes over there as a Maverick and he sends a creature from that house back over to Star Alliance as a Maverick. So any deck that has Exchange Officer is guaranteed to at least have two Mavericks. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. And saying uh, use a friendly Star Alliance card is, is great. I didn't realize even um, it says card, so you I haven't looked into this, but you could theoretically get this with transporter platform and like play the exchange officer, use the transporter platform, uh, bring the exchange officer back to your hand, or there's there's cool things you could do with that. So uh, that seems super cool. Um, yeah, I don't have a great deck with exchange officer in it, but I have seen some fun ones out there, and it's just it's such a cool it's a fun mechanic. Nothing printed on the card tells you how that works. It's just uh, the algorithm makes decks that way based on the card being in that super there. All right, next we have Forging an Alliance. Uh, this one is back from Worlds Collide. It's an action with a bonus amber, and it says when, uh, when you play it, you forge a key at plus seven current cost, reduced by one to a maximum of six for each house represented among cards in play. So essentially, if you if you if there are six different houses on the table. Then, uh, then forging an alliance forges, gives you that amber and then forges for plus one. So it's really a, a wash. Um, it's just a forge right now. Um, otherwise, it's going to cost a little extra, but that cost can nice. I think maybe one of the reasons I tend to not love this card is because uh, I tend to... Um, well, it's so hard because I tend to like to control the board. So if you're controlling the board, then, then the... The most going to reduce by like three, right? Because you could be killing your opponent, uh, killing their creature. Galactic Census is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, if there are exactly three or exactly four houses represented among creatures in play, you gain one amber, meaning two total, right? The, the bonus 
plus this. If there are exactly five, gain two. If there are exactly six or more, or if there are six or more, gain three. So, um, so you potentially gain four amber total by playing this card, which is pretty cool. And it's at least going to get you one. It's not bad. General Order 24 is back, and this is one of the coolest cards in Star Alliance. It says at the start of each player's turn, they must choose a creature they control and destroy each creature of the chosen creature's house. If that player has no creatures in play, destroy General Order 24 instead. Um, yeah, this is just a nice way to put cool pressure on the board and, and uh, force weird stuff to happen. I love it. Next, we have Hapless Cadet, a three-power alien with taunt and destroyed your opponent loses three amber so good and i wish i had this in a good deck um maybe i'm just not getting the right star alliance cards with all the rares uh hold the line is an action with a bonus amber that says play if there are more enemy creatures than friendly creatures draw cards equal to the difference uh so this is light glorious few or red alert but uh but it draws cards, and that, that just seems super cool. I like it. I think those are, are those the same creatures from Dance of Doom? That's interesting. Dawn Cargo. Uh, promising, but doesn't live. <laughs> John Cargo is a one power robot with Reap. Discard the top card of your deck and reveal your hand. Archive each card that shares a house with the card that's a cool cool effect um you know if only it were on a, a creature that could live one power without elusive and a powerful effect you're just not long for this world kartanu is a one power beast with reap use an artifact controlled by any player as if it were yours that's super cool it's like a, a better version of Nexus as far as its reapability. The downside to it is that uh, it is only one power and it's not elusive. So, um, and pretty easy to kill if your opponent decides they want to, which they probably will. Next up, we have Matter Maker, which is an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item, and it says you may play upgrades as if they were in the active house. And I really think this card ought to have been made a uh, like auto encoder. A common that you can only get one of. I would have. I think if if this were in half the Star Alliance decks out there, it would make Star Alliance a lot more fun um, as a house because they just they have that cool upgrade uh, vibe um, and that this really empowers that in a in a great way. Um, and I just think it should have shown up a lot more often. So that's my two cents. Yeah, I love Matter Maker. It's, it is a great card. Next, we have Peace Accord. Peace Accord is an artifact, uh, a law, and it, this is back from Worlds Collide as well. When you play it, each player gains two amber, and after a player fights with a creature, they lose four amber, and then you destroy Peace Accord. So, this is just a, an interesting way to... Yeah, change the rules of the game a little bit and push your opponent into deciding what they want to do. Next up is Quixelstone. It's an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item. And it says that if a player has more creatures in play than their opponent, 
They cannot play creatures. Uh, that is such a powerful effect um, under the right conditions. So if you if you get this in a deck with low creature count anyway, where you just don't have a lot of creatures and your deck can go fast with Quixel on the board, that is that is pretty excellent. Um, but otherwise, too, there are occasions where you can, even decks that may not want to play it early can get into situations where um, you can you can set up a, a circumstance where you can lock your opponent out by into the game. So there are good good options there, um, and it's just a it's a fun card that changes the rules of the game pretty substantially. And uh, for that reason, I like it. This is this card is probably, in my view, the number one reason right now to want to have artifact control. All right. Next up, speaking of artifact control is Tachyon Pulse. Tachyon Pulse is an action with a bonus amber that says play, destroy each artifact, exhaust each creature with an upgrade. That's going to tend to hurt you, the Star Alliance player, except, you know, you, you get to use your creatures before you play this. Um, okay, next we have Z-Force Agent 14. And this is a really fun card um, that, you know, really doubles down on the whole upgrade uh, thing for Star Alliance. Z-Force Agent 14 is a 5-power cyborg, and it has fight, gain 1 amber for each upgrade on Z-Force Agent 14. Um, so that's pretty cool, just based on what we have already. However, I guess uh, it's a, a refuge from refugee from Logos. Makes sense. Um, anytime you get Z-Force Agent 14, you automatically also get added to your deck uh, the, these three upgrades. The Z-Particle Tracker it's a, is an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives the creature fight, search your deck for an upgrade, and put it into your hand, shuffle your deck. Z-Ray Blaster is an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives a creature plus three power, and before fight, deal three damage to each neighbor of the creature this creature fights. Really solid. Um, similar to uh, Plasma Nozzle, but... Um, but uh, Also makes the creature bigger, so that's pretty cool. Um, the wave emitter is an upgrade with a bonus amber that says at the start of your turn. Um, so, you know, if you get Z Force Agent fourteen on the board, it has like okay, it fights, it gets other upgrades, it does extra damage, and it's bigger, and you ward it at the start of your turn. That's that's all. That all ends up being pretty powerful. Um, a couple other upgrades on there and, and you can crazy stuff you're fighting and gaining five or um doing a lot of work so it's a pretty cool card um, i have not got it yet in a deck that can really use it enough um but i would love to it's a nice card dino alien is um, a five power mutant alien uh, so it has that same fight ability and the uh, being Saurian, the Saurian half of it makes it a little bigger and gives it this play effect. You may exalt it, and if you do, deal three damage to it. Lyco Alien is the untamed version, so it's it's one extra power. It's four power, and it has skirmish, and that works really well with that fight ability. And the reverse of this is the Dino uh, uh, Beast, which also is just fantastic. Sacro Alien is the 
Thanked Inversion, so it gets two extra power and two armor. Still has that fight ability. Techno Alien is the Logos version, so it gets one extra power, or maybe the demo makes it smaller even. So yeah, it's just four power. Uh, it has the fight ability, and then the Techno part gives it the reap ability. Reap, discard a card from your hand. You do draw a card. So either of these could fire, but this is not very synergistic to have both of these on the same creature. And then uh, Umbra Alien is the um, Shadows version. It gets three power and it gets Illusion. It has the fight ability. Also not very interesting. Um, so that's that. Um, that is Star Alliance in Mass Mutation. I hope you enjoyed and that you've been uh, getting chances to play Mass Mutation. If not in person, then at least online. I'll get the rest of these up in the coming days and then we'll all look forward to Dark Tidings together. Thanks.